to what do you bring to the table this your girl sylvia she her and hers this is tori she her and hers and we are back again with two, physical distancing two weeks in a row we're on a roll hopefully yeah hopefully this will work this time and and we worked last time no so it did work last time yeah we, we've just had some reports of sound differences in our voice level well, obviously because we're not in the same room so you know what i'm saying so well i think it did have something know. to do with how um things were set up here on the computer i heard you fine um, i thought it was more so myself that you know my mic swinging around and you know oh but i, I didn't notice yeah i mean i think there was the 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 feedback that we got was that your volume was way louder than my volume oh i i could I notice, notice a little bit of a difference when i checked yeah. it out but i was at per reported per a listener report it was <laughs> um significant and hey, so and i had a couple listeners who responded but that wasn't their so they didn't, have, they didn't have the same feedback. Okay. They didn't have the same feedback. They liked the mental health aspect. Okay. They liked that we were focusing on, you know, keeping people's minds calm. Um, so they liked that aspect. Okay. Well, I thought I would try to make an adjustment and see if there's a difference this week. And then that listener can report back. You know who okay. you are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what is that? The person that has like the uh ears for tone like that's kenny like kenny oh. can you know oh try these headphones okay yeah. i try the headphones very sensitive uh, can you hear yeah now try these ones can you hear the difference well I'm and like, i'm wondering uh, no. too um if it was the what they were listening to on if i'm guessing it is a quality oh. sound system oh so could be you know differences be. might be more notable than it is in you know i don't know yeah could be. Could, could be, be different equipment. Sure. Could be the hearer themselves, the listener themselves. You know, yeah. like they have those, what do they call those? Um, not master tasters, but um, what do they call those people? Like taste masters? No, that like have huh? the ability to. Oh, the experts. Like the, the, the expert taste. Yeah. The, to pick up the hints yeah, of like notes wild and cherry. Super taster. And it's called super taster. Yeah. Maybe so there's super have... listeners. Yeah. And he's a super I, I listener. I would agree. I would agree. Kenny is a super listener. <laughs> oh, I just gave his gender. So we know the listener is of, is of male identity. Um, <laughs> you know who you are. <laughs> Number cruncher. Yeah. Very yeah. good at mathematics. <laughs> Very no good at here. telling <laughs> everybody else what mathematics. I wonder yeah. if we can hear that stupid... Can you hear that what? fucking backup beeper? Uh, as okay, 
as a super listener, mm -hmm. yes, they would hear it. You had to have pointed it out so before I, I didn't heard notice it. it. Yeah, I didn't notice it, but a super listener would notice it. Well, hey, look, we are recording. We are podcasting a and pandemic under, under exactly. physical distancing. We are lucky under to get this pressure. thing. We are lucky to get this thing put together. Right. Like, don't expect. First of all, we already we already noted. Don't expect professionalism <laughs> as far as like sound production. Yep. And mm -hmm. we we are just two working class women. Just Working Just women, bringing home that bacon, frying yeah. it up in the pan. <laughs> exactly. We work I in mean, nine to five. And then you want us to work even harder? Yeah. That's, come on. That's well, with that, substandard uh, con conditions? Right. You like, know? I, I mean, I can be a pioneer woman. I mean. Don't expect top-notch right. technology if, if I'm working as a pioneer woman. If you want beautiful sound quality... Um, buy us a mobile studio. Yeah. Hire us yeah. a production expert. Yeah. And we'll just leave, we'll leave everything to that person and the talking to us. Yeah. <laughs> we'll come up with the stories. <laughs> we'll, we'll do the rest of the stuff. But hey, that ain't, that ain't, we don't have That's a Steven. We don't have yeah. a Steven. My, my favorite murder has a Steven and he, He's on the boards. He's taking care of sound. He's telling you what to do. He's, and he's probably doing all the editing. Yeah. And he knows how. Yeah. I don't yeah. know how to do this shit. I'm fucking learning as I go. Oh, this is learn on the job. So. Yeah. Hopefully this might be a better sound quality. Hopefully. But again, it, you're going to We're get, always making adjustments. You're just going to get what you get right now. Well, let's put it this way. The first time we did it, that episode's lost in the exactly somewhere yeah it's somewhere out there the second time now where you know we had the critiques right you were louder so this is the third time we've right. made some adjustments exactly so we're tweaking we're tweaking our recipe exactly. under very stressful conditions yes we realized that the first time when we recorded this way it turned out fine but there was yeah. another technical technical difficulty that prohibits it from Unexpected. doing it that way so right. we had to find a different way of doing the recording and hey i'm learning the sound stuff and i i'm using a free open source program to do this recording so yeah. it doesn't have the bells and whistles of like adobe uh production <laughs> pro yeah like yeah hey yeah we don't make money off of this we're like recording we're, with a flip phone here <laughs> if we were on patreon and we had patrons exactly. then we would be doing adobe yeah cutting out that little we'd uh, have a steven up. we'd yeah. you know we'd have a sound room we'd go sit in yeah so you get what you get you people. get what you get <laughs> and what does that be grateful be i don't want to hear criticisms i want to hear you know the the what is the compliments nothing but strength strength base yeah i'm only one strength three compliments yep. to one sandwich complaint. Uh, uh, a strength uh a area of growth and then a strength you're supposed to sandwich yeah. it together yeah. Yeah. I don't want to hear all the criticism. Look, I get we that know our home. area of growth will be sound quality and quality. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Production exactly. quality is our area of need of growth. We know that. Yeah. We know that. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, we can't do nothing about it. We, we, nothing I mean, we can do. What are we going to do? We're not, we're not going to do anything. So. No. Thank Move you for listening. Folks. And thank yeah. you for being oh, gracious. <laughs> 
See, we should have sandwiched ourselves. <laughs> Practice. I know. We, we been... totally like yeah. distant. To like, that... you just get what you're going to get then, sir. <laughs> if you don't like person... it, you can fuck off. <laughs> to that, you know, person that critiqued, we appreciate that you're a loyal listener. We love that you, you know, are even giving us some feedback. Mm-hmm. And we will take your feedback under advisement. Thank you, Governor. <laughs> all right all right should we get into some stories yeah let's get into some stories um should i do a covid i don't want to do a, i don't want to start off with a covid because i think we're all covid what yeah. you got to do yeah i think i'm covid out but i do have covid stories okay but this one we did one story before but i'm like is this a new trend because there might be some hope for you. Excuse me? Uh, <laughs> CNN World. Nigerian woman, 68, gives birth to twins after four <laughs> IVF attempts. Dear Jesus. I thought we were already covered this territory. Yeah. I thought no, we were already it, been down know, this even though, even though you're... What is that? The wind blowing and... You know, now, now there's rain, there's a thunderstorm in there, there is fertile ground could be laid. You're, you're telling me there's a tiniest, tiny of little seed in this dry, arid desert. Yes, and if, if, if uh, fertilized properly, it will grow. Yes, with, with assistance from a gardener. So here it is. This is Lagos, Nigeria. A Nigerian woman has given birth to twins, a boy and a girl, at the age of 68. Dear Jesus. That's what I'm saying. Mary and Joseph. When those kids are 10, you are like one. Right now, you're already one leg in the, you know. You're 68 years old. (laughs) Margaret went, Margaret and... I can't say the last name, so I'm just going to go with Margaret. Went through three previous IVF procedures before finally having twins. Now get this. Her husband, Noah, 77, told CNN the couple who married in 1974 had long desired to have a child of their own. They said they never gave up even after failed attempts. The retired stock auditor told CNN, I am a dreamer, and I was convinced this particular dream of ours will come to pass. The babies were delivered via cesarean section at 37 weeks uh, but the hos- uh, at uh, Lagos University Teaching Hospital, but the hospital only recently made the news public to give the first-time mom time to recuperate. Dr. Ayadima Okanawo who delivered the babies, told CNN a specialist team was assembled at the hospital to monitor the pregnancy because of her age. As an elderly woman and a first-time mother, it was a high-risk pregnancy. And Did also you, because she was you having... pause I, I know, and I know. reread that sentence? As an elderly woman <laughs> and a first-time mom, it was a high-risk pregnancy. And no. also because she was going to have twins, but we were able to manage her pregnancy to term. Last year, a 73-year-old Indian woman uh, was safely delivered of twin girls after she conceived, which we did that one, that story. Right. Which she conceived through IVF and is reported to be the oldest person to give birth at that 
age. Okinawa said, even though older women are able to conceive through IVF, doctors must lay bare the medical risks associated with being pregnant at this age. There are age-related medical complications that come with being pregnant at that age, such as the baby being born preterm. She's lucky, but many succumb to the other complications during or after having a baby. So high likelihood of the death of the mother at that age is basically what that's saying. Potential. Potential or the death of the And because of that, there's a higher risk of death. The doctors are absolved of any responsibility. Is that what, I mean, that's what it sounded like. I'm thinking, isn't there an ethical obligation? You, You got two elderly parents that most likely will die before the kid's even 18. I mean, theoretically, if you think about the ethic of do no harm, I mean, that's the, you know, that's the, like, number one ethic in healthcare, do no harm. Yeah. So are they doing harm by allowing this to happen, knowing that it's a high risk? And I'm like, look at all the outrage for Octomom. Yeah. You know, to have eight... Was it eight? Yeah. Eight babies growing inside of you. Yeah. That was malpractice. I mean, come on. And I'm like, at 68 and 77, they had a dream. It was their dream. And unfortunately, for some reason, the wife couldn't make it happen way back when she was. That's what I was like wondering when you read that. I like, why did it take so long for them to start IV, IVF? Or had they been doing IVF for a while and it just finally took? They said after three attempts, four attempts. Well, what did I say it was? I well, they just said through. attempts, but I didn't. I, I So that they actually did like previous attempts of I, IVF. Yes. So uh, after four IVF attempts. So I'm assuming. But when four... did they start those, though? That's what I'm saying. Is she 68? Mm-hmm. Like, let's just say she started eight years ago. Why did you wait till your age 60 to start IVF? If you couldn't conceive naturally, like if you start, because they've been married for how long? 30 some years? Uh, since 74. Yeah. More than that. Shit. 46 yeah. years. So at some point when you're, okay, I'm just, and I'm not trying to throw shade and judgment on these, on them, but you're in your, you know, first 10, 15 even 15 years of marriage and you're trying to conceive a child and you finally find out well you're not fertile i could see having to wait because of cost because it does cost a lot unless it's covered by universal health care health care in other countries i don't know Uh here it costs money so i'm thinking you know in u.s standards why did they wait so long to do it (laughs) for me i think about the kids and I think it's it's very traumatizing when parents die, yeah. you know. So to have an aging parent like that when you're like ten, kids don't understand that. And when you're gone, they're gonna experience that pain. And who's gonna, you know? Yeah, like if you don't make it, it, seems unnecessary. If you don't make it till they're eighteen, at any point during that 18 years, the next 18 years of your life, you would be leaving a a child orphaned. 
at the mercy of somebody else. Right. Like maybe the father stays alive or maybe the dar- dad dies. The father's the older. Stays. The father, he's going to be, what, 87 yeah, by the so time the kids turn 10. At some point, that, it's high likely that that kid's going to lose one of their parents and before oh, yeah. they turn 18. Right. And before they turn 18, most likely will have lost both parents. Yeah, highly possible. Yeah. And then what? Like... Ugh. I'm hoping I, I'm hoping that, they, you know, if they did this, I'm hoping they would have some type of contingency plan, like, you know, giving. But again, it's you only thought about you and what you wanted, not what your kid's future could potentially look like. I mean, yeah, I, I think there. I think that's the that's for me, the like ugh, makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, again, I don't want to judge people like, you know. And when you're younger, with kids, you know, when you're younger with kids and you have an accident, that's something different or an illness like, you know. Right. Yeah. I would just be curious to to hear why did they wait so long to start IVF if they've only had four sessions? Because I think you can pretty much do like one a year. Right. Like, I don't think yeah. you have to wait a whole long. I mean, it, let's just even say they had to wait two years in between. Right. Like, yeah, my, my I still keep going back. Like, why? Why? now IVF like you knew I don't know that I don't know maybe they didn't know that she was infertile and she just kept they just kept going and going and going yeah I don't know maybe (laughs) she heard about that Indian lady and was like I want to try that doctor maybe not all and you know the other thing might be not all doctors would have done it she could have been turned down because people might have said, I'm not going to, uh, no, I, you're too old. There's too many complications and I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And they might've found just, you know, that one little greedy doctor that wanted to be, you know, Dr. Okinawa or whatever. her. You but know, that's that what I'm wondering is, is, I don't know. Th- but I think what's interesting is I don't know what we don't know is if this was in Nigeria if mm-hmm. IVF is covered by their health, universal health care. Like a lot of countries, well, he like. Was a, what was he, a stock? Yeah, it sounded like he probably had money too. Had some kind of means. Yeah. Yeah. But. I don't know. know. Sleep, you know, and older folks are always having to sleep extra. You well, know, and now, hello, and... I'm sorry, but with COVID <laughs> right now. Uh, that's, yeah. That, like, you know. it's a miracle that even happened. Like. <laughs> like how is she not sick and how is the baby not sick and you know yeah that is wild yeah i don't get it i don't get it but again like i said don't have kids don't have pets and you'll be fine they they were living the life of riley now they just double troubled it with kids and they're older that's what the thing these kids are they're like you know, they're like the high maintenance type dogs. You got to run them, <laughs> get them out, be active, you know. <sighs> I feel like you can say that because you have kids. I feel like if oh, I was talking yeah. that shit, I'd be like, people would be like, yeah, but you don't have kids. You don't know what it's like. You know, like, I I, I think you could talk shit like, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Because all I am I love, is a child free adult. I love my kids. Don't get me wrong. Oh, no, nobody's saying you love you them. You know what I'm saying? But you could also be fucking annoyed by them, too. Oh, <laughs> yeah, when they bug me, when I'm, like, in my zone, in my craft zone, and then I got my little kids saying, what's for dinner? What are you talking about? I ain't got time for no dinner. I'm in my craft zone. <laughs> but then you got to make dinner. Yeah, so. then you got to go make dinner, and then that yep. means you don't start podcasting until 7. 
Exactly. So they get in my way. That's all I'm saying. They get in my way. Get on my last damn nerve. Oh shit. I forgot. What? Um we were supposed to do well, if you're listening to this, you can start from the beginning or you can start from now. Um Jason thought it would be a funny let me what did he say? Um let me let me find out what he said really quick. It would okay. be a challenge. Well, what he said and then what um, I decided would be fun would be, okay, hold on. Let me get to his little thing. All right. Um, so he, now, now, he said, now he has uh, instructions. Yeah, yeah. Not, so I'm calling him, I'm calling him out. I'm calling him out by his name right here about this um, because I think it's kind of actually funny and, and it could yeah. be something fun for people if they want to. Um, yeah. So apparently we see we we say you know a lot like that phrase you know oh no yeah don't tell me who wants us so he said an idea for a contest would be who can say it the least but what i was thinking would be funner for the listeners was every time you hear it you gotta take a drink and you could have a drinking game i mean if you wanted to have an adult beverage during yeah the program and listening if you wanted to sit down with a glass of wine and listen to this like you could do a drinking game every time you hear a you know you gotta take a drink Uh, well here's the thing and we'll see how many people get fucked up (laughs) i am now going to be very conscientious because i don't like promoting alcoholism so I'm going to be very conscientious it's not, not to say that. Do responsibly, like everybody, <laughs> there might be someone that wants to do a drinking game out there. Shit. Where are you going to go? Where are you going? What, You're not going anywhere. What I think would be, I know what I think. Put would it on be, Friday night, five o'clock during happy hour. That's when it comes yeah. out. <laughs> that's right huh yeah and people are commuting be, people are commuting that's, home that's true ain't nobody so drinking and driving fucking now. happy hour this shit there you go <laughs> what i what i think too maybe we could do this too is you not cuss oh shit and that, for, it, yeah it can't even happen yeah. it can't even happen you not cuss and see somehow come with a challenge with that. I'm like, that, I don't think that, it could happen. Yeah. You could make a drinking game out of every time I cussed. You had to take a drink. Oh, that would be you. Every time you cuss, you would have to take a drink. Oh my God. I would be on the floor. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that would, and we'd see what would happen. What do you think the official, we sh- you should ask Pinky. She's always got the good drinks to what she thinks the official drink of the podcast would be. Like oh, if she yeah, were to yeah, make yeah. a what a what a what do you bring into the table drink drink? Yeah. What would like, it be? What would it be? And then we could yeah. the listeners could make that drink and play a little drinking game. I don't know. Yeah. Think about I it. I like that idea. Think we got about a couple it. more we got a couple more uh weeks under COVID, so I think we could do something like that. I think that. we could. So Yeah. And maybe we'll announce it on the um <gasps> what about our older I mean our older listeners will be participating in all this if they choose to look we are not saying you have to choose and we would want, yeah. we want you to drink responsibly and we yeah. are not promoting and we realize there are people in the world with that are living with it and struggling with addiction we don't oh, want to look at your you know, unias you painted your nails uh, oh i got these really cool things they're like uh um, decals what is yeah that? they're like decals 
Oh, look at you, know, fancy. Look at this. Dang, COVID is really hooking you up. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> Being all fucking fun up in here. I know. Oh, yeah, we have to go. I mean, it's going old school now. Like, I have to, like, I did my own little nails, too. Oh, I, yeah. It's been years. Uh, I'm going to be doing my own hair. Ooh, I'm shit. praying that my hairdresser doesn't get uh, too upset. But I've never, I've realized I've never dyed my own hair. Ever? Ever. 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 What kind of privileged bitch have you been? <laughs> well, first of all, I never, like, um, uh, me personally, I was never changing my hair color. Like, it's always pretty much been my natural hair color. And then maybe I'd put some highlights or whatever. But again, because I don't do that, I'd go to the salon for highlights. Mm. Um, and then now with this, you know, getting older with grays, it's like, oh, yeah, I got to take care of this. What if you just let business. it go? Hell no! Do it! Nuh-uh. That's it. what Kenny said, and I said, absolutely Do not. It. Because Hold every it. time I'm on um, Marco Polo, that's the first thing me and my cousins well, are like, ah, look different. at these cameras. Yeah. Oh, my. I'm not, I'm not there yet. Come on! Accept it! Yeah. Embrace it! Yeah. Embrace when you start getting the When you start getting as many grays as I got, grays. then we'll... Oh, yeah, I got gray hairs. I One do. or two. I do. You're like Kenny. Like, oh, I got gray hair. Girl, look, wait. I can't help that this beautiful face does not look its age. I can't help that I have maintained the, the youthful, youthful blue. What do they call that? What are they? Complexion? Yeah. Soft yeah. skin? I can't help it. Hey, I'm telling you, under COVID, <laughs> this is like raggedy nails, raggedy toenails, you know, for people, I'm like uh, my sister who has to have eyelashes put in. <laughs> I, I, as a matter of fact, read your, read your next story. Okay. Because I got one about this whole thing. Well, this doesn't relate to that, but it's one of those things, um, but doesn't relate to that so much, but it makes me think about dating and if people are doing, well, I mean, they have to be online dating right now. Like you yeah. can't go meet someone. So like people, what are people doing? Like, cause normally, like if you think about like an online date, like yeah. you're going to make yourself like, I mean, you're going to put the, the picture that looks the best of yourself, oh, yeah. you know, like yeah. anyway. So this article is about dating, but not, from that point of view. Uh, this comes from Newsweek. Nearly three quarters of single Democrats won't date Trump voters survey finds. Really? Wow. I wouldn't marry one either. Yeah, I wouldn't. Uh, no. 72% of single Democratic voters said they were unlikely to even consider dating a person who voted for Republican Donald Trump in 2016. The Pew Research Center study revealed this country's widening bar widening partisan divide as has bled into Americans dating habits with 45% of Democrats or left leaning voters outright declaring they would definitely, they definitely would not pursue a relationship with a Trump voter. That share is more than double the 19% of Republicans or right leaning respondents who said they definitely would not date someone who voted for Hillary Clinton and based purely on party lines 43% of democrats said they would not likely no date anyone who was republican compared to just 24% of republicans who said 
the same with their liberal counterparts. The multi-lever oh. Pew survey of nearly 5,000 single and looking Americans showed that America, that members of both parties were more likely to romantically write off a person who voted for Trump or Clinton in 2016 rather than someone who simply identified as a member of the p- opposite party. So if Okay, you, so let, let, let me say interject in here. Yeah, okay. I've seen some Trump supporters. Mm-hmm. So I'm like slim pickings in there. So no wonder they'd rather, you know, date a liberal because. <laughs> so what you're saying we're better looking in there. Two brain, two brain cells, you know, you, you know, and as Trump said, he loves the uneducated. So yeah, those, you know, those 24 or those uh, many of them Republicans are like, Hey, I need somebody that could, I can have a conversation with. And you turn around and you look in. Oh shit, Slim Pickens. So, so some of the more centrist Republicans are like, "Oh God, I'd, yeah, at least that person has a brain, even if they are a Democrat." But the exactly. difference is that if you if you simply identify as your party, then it's more likely. But if you identify that you voted for Trump or Clinton, it's less likely that you would be Whoa. that person. Yeah. So I mean that's pretty that's kind of interesting. Oh. Um, and you could tell right off the bat the ones that are uh, Trump supporters. So yeah. you don't even have to tell me you were a Trump voter. I could already I mean tell. I wouldn't have dated a, a Republican. Even, like let's say I would well even when I, when I was single I wouldn't date Republicans. But did you ever ask their party <laughs> affiliation? Yeah. Oh god, yes. Of course. Oh, you were like, hey, what's your, repu- or what is your affiliation? Yeah, you know, you talk about politics and, you know, where where are you at? And uh-huh. I was, uh, I went out on a date with some guy um, uh, that was black and there are black Republicans. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Very I still few. yet to figure that out why. Um, and we started talking politics and he thought, he said how he thought how great uh, George Bush was as a president. And I was like, really? I thought he was joking. I was like, yeah, yeah. What? Senior or junior? Uh, junior. W. Okay. And so I was like, <laughs> I laughed. Like I thought he was like being sarcastic, and he was fucking real. And I was uh-huh. like, oh, yeah. I don't think this is gonna work. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow. So it doesn't surprise me these findings currently. Um, in the at the bottom of it. Speaking to that, non-white Democratic daters were found to be much more likely than whites to say they would not be in a relationship with a Republican or someone who voted for Trump in 2016. Okay, non-white. So POC, probably. It it just says non-white Democratic, so POC, right? Okay, yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. So POC folk are saying they would, they are, they definitely would not um be in a a republican with either a republican or a person that voted for trump oh i mean because gop hates the poc oh yeah so of course we're not gonna date you know well i mean you like would you if if you if you would you you know kenny you were no longer would you date a republican let's let's look at your top five like my your t- remember your top five that uh, you. Oh, you that would, does, that's you're just gonna fuck them. Like that doesn't. Okay, but that's the same. I mean, <laughs> I'm not gonna marry you know, him. <laughs> uh, you never know. It could be. You oh know, no, that's those, a that's a know. that's the way that works. That's a whole so pass. Just, 
<laughs> but let's just take who's on the top on your hall pass uh well i rocks up there um you know i like a little tay digs i like a little okay so um, let's let uh, well see they're all plc's duh so what are they <laughs> how many republicans don't have many plc's okay name a somebody who's not a plc that you would like yeah i could potentially that i find him on the hall pass yeah, I could potentially put him on the hall pass. Like, uh, what's his name from? George Clooney. Um, he's uh, he's definitely Democrat. Uh, somebody that we don't. Oh, well, who's that? Thor. What do you think about Thor? Nah, no, nah, all right. Uh, oh, Lord have mercy. This is gonna be hard. You making this hard? It's because I need a drink. I need a drink for this conversation. <laughs> Give me a damn drink. But I'm just saying. Like somebody hot and you're, you know, you're like, Ooh, you know, could I <laughs> potentially give him a pass because he's a Republican no, or would it be like, I couldn't. I mean, and he had all the top layers. I couldn't. No. It goes down to fucking morals and moral compass. Yeah. Like I just, well, you know, wealthy. I mean, you know, of course, like this is all theoretically like, yeah. Um, but I like, I would like to say my moral compass would be like, yeah, even for the money, I wouldn't, you wouldn't be like, oh, I could change this dude. Fuck no. Have you seen these motherfuckers? <laughs> That's why I'm saying I never date one. I've seen them. I ain't dating any That's of what them. I'm saying is that I don't think there's ever as POCs. I don't think it's very rare for us to be able to like, yeah, we could. You know, like even, and even we're like talking definitely about not Trump. Trump supporters. Definitely not Trump. Yeah. But like a GOP, could you even date a GOP? Um, it would kind of depend on what the you know, because there's not there there are there's some liberal GO like you know there are some very conservative Democrats. There are very conservative. Um, you know, there's some liberal GOPers. Well, the center, so, they're center, center. Uh, yeah. Right. So I right of center is what they say. Obviously, I'm no to the conservative one. No to conservative Republicans. No way, Jose. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Maybe the liberal ones, if they, you know, if they got all their teeth. <laughs> really? Knowing knowing that that person, knowing that that person probably would probably would have probably would have. No, and we'll vote voted. for Trump. Not if they voted for Trump. No. But there's the possibility. A, that that is not that to me is I mean, there is, yes, there is a possibility that they may have voted, but if they're the oh yeah, I'm gonna vote for him again. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> Bye. But there are some that are like, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought I was gonna make a statement. And it was, I made a bad mistake. So but if they were recant, like, okay, if they recanted yeah. their loyalty to their Trump, vote. but still stayed yes. in the Republican party, you'd be like, yeah, yes. consider it if yeah. they were hot enough. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Because to me, then it says you really, you know, you really are about values. You're not just about, you know, saying that you have values, you know, like these protesters, my body, my choice, you know, but you, you, you deny women's same their body their choice my body you know hypocritical but 
But if you're stuck with, oh, I didn't think he was, I thought he would do a little bit better. I, yeah, I'm offended with all the things that he's doing and saying. I'm like, okay, all right. There's some hope for you. There's some hope for you. I don't think you. I could do it. I don't think I could do it. Well, I think you could. I don't think they could do it. I'm like, these motherfuckers don't want to change. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. I don't think I, I mean, do if they if they crack them toes really good, I think you could do it. <laughs> I think you could definitely do it. You'd be You're like, oh, yeah, crazy. You're fucking <laughs> crazy. Yeah. yeah. See, that's You're why you stupid. saying, oh, yeah, you gave me something new to think about. <laughs> He's stupid. Taking them toes. He's and girl, stupid. He's you stupid. might even change your your political party. <laughs> oh hell no. Hell fucking no. Hell to the fucking nozo. <laughs> oh, what if your man decides he wants to change political parties? <laughs> I guess we're getting a divorce. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> I'd be like, excuse me? No? Yeah. Mm -mm. Look at This is exactly the North and the South. This is exactly how it all started. You We're know, POC, baby. We can't do that. Down to divorcing because of We're political POC. We can't do that. We can't do it. <laughs> That's we have funny. To, we have to fight. We have to fight yeah. the patriarchy. We have to fight the the structural racism. And yeah. We can't do that in that party. That party doesn't want to do that. So yeah. So do you no. want to take a break? Yeah, we should take a break. Before I get to my next. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. We'll be back. <laughs> All right. We back. Dude, what are you bringing to the table? Welcome back to uh, our next stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Don't burn yourself. I'm trying to situate my medication and my... <laughs> <laughs> and my microphone. If you, if, if you hear fire, just <laughs> we'll, know. Just stay, we'll just say I'm like paying homage to Snoop Dogg right now. <laughs> I have to watch Tori because we're on uh, whatever you say, whatever you think that would mean. That's up to interpretation. <laughs> by me saying I'm paying homage to Snoop Dogg, could be it could be, well, it could be, it could be many different things. And maybe we could say as well as Willie Nelson. And I'm not saying what it is. I'm just paying homage to the, both of those gentlemen who are, I believe, very amazing recording artists in both ways, like both genres. Very talented yeah. individuals that I uh, that I listen to both. So, yeah. Paying homage to them. Your interpretation. Um, just, you know, whatever your little brain creates in your head. Whatever image comes up in your head. Our then story that may or now. may not be true. We'll never yeah. tell. We'll never tell. All right. So here's my next story. This is a uh, COVID related as well as, um, you know, what we were talking about earlier okay. about, you know, having to do our own self-care mm -hmm. hair and all that kind of stuff. Nails. This came out, uh, CBS news came out April 25th, uh, 2020 Texas mayor apologizes after violating stay-at-home order to go to nail salon. Becky, basic Becky. Oh my God, I wanted to talk about this. Yes. Can you? Yes. yes. Can you believe it? Yes. The mayor of a southern Texas city apologized for violating her own stay-at-home order after a photo surfaced on social media of her at a nail salon. 
The Trip Tuesday by Beaumont Mayor Becky Ames is the it Ames to the closed salon has sparked an investigation by the district attorney. In the image, the mayor is seen wearing a face mask as she seated at a table with her hands in a bowl of water. According to NBC affiliate uh, KBMT in Beaumont, the photo was taken at the nail bar. Multiple calls by NBC News to the salon on Saturday were not immediately returned. The photo sparked backlash from people who criticized the mayor for disobeying her order in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic. On Thursday, Ames issued an apology, issued an apology saying she had a lapse in judgment. Of Isn't that what did. they always say? Isn't that what all white ladies named Becky say? <laughs> a lapse in judgment. Her I'm name sorry. is Becky. Barbecue Becky. Becky. Hello, Becky. <laughs> We got there's a, a problem with there. Becky's. Is there a pattern with Becky's? I think there's a, I mean, you know, Becky's is as good as a Karen. She says, I promise there was no malice intended. She wrote in a statement, I should never have entered the salon last Tuesday. I did not intend to take personal privilege while asking others to sacrifice and for which I did not intend to take personal privilege while asking others to sacrifice. And for that, I am truly remorseful. Yes, How did. is that not personal yes, privilege? You did. Yes, you did intend to do that. You, the, you know your position. You, exactly. You know That's, that if you, you know, if you wear, however she met up with this lady, she, she, oh, you know, I'm the mayor and I have to have, I have to be on video calls and I want my nails to look good. And yeah. da, la, la, la. And, you know, some nail tech that's out of work. I mean, yep. does yeah, see an opportunity. Yeah. A it says, Ames concluded by asking for forgiveness. As an elected official, I am held to a higher standard. Duh. I regret my action that day. I am honestly sorry, and I pray that you will forgive me. Gov Greg Abbott issued a stay-at-home order and closed all non-essential businesses, including nail salons, on April 2nd. Mayor Ames had issued a similar order for her city a week earlier on March 27th. The mayor told KBMT that she went to the nail salon after talking with the owner about how to remove an old manicure set. Ames said she needed acetone, and the owner said she would leave some for the mayor. Instead, the owner left the solution in a bowl inside the uh, it left the solution in a bowl inside the salon. Ames said she was only there for about 10 minutes and did not get her nails redid. The owner told the outlet that surveillance video backs up the mayor's story. The Texas Department of Licensing and Regulation and the Jefferson County District Attorney's Office are investigating the incident. We are reviewing to determine if there was a violation. Uh, Telemange, Telemange, the spokesperson for the State Licensing Regulation Department, said that if it is determined that a violation occurred, their findings will be turned over to the agency's prosecutor. If the prosecutor agrees, a fine of up to $1,000 could be imposed. So he, so they're I saying went, she didn't get the job done. It wasn't finished. What? So it's it's okay because she did. She oh realized it in mid soak. Like oh I shouldn't be here. Or was it the fact no. someone fucking took a picture and she realized somebody took a picture? What what she's trying to say is I have these fake nails on. 
and I need acetone to take those fake nails off. Yeah, no, she has. So, so no, no, she has the gel nails, and in order to, and apparently they were hurting her, and so, um, in order to take them off, you do have to soak in acetone. Go to the fucking Walgreens and get your own acetone. You can do it at home. No, you, you can, can do clip it at them, home, like regular you like regular nails. You can clip them down. You could clip but them they down. They would look horrible, right? Or they would look very horrible, or they fall off on their own. That's all. That's all I'm saying horrible. is she. She was claiming her. One of her stories was that it was hurting. Her. She had told this nail tech her hand, her fingers were hurting because of it, and uh-uh. and then that's when the nail like tech that. told her, um, oh. You know, I, 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 you know, you can come in, da, 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 da. like even, you've okay, let's nails. say she wanted to get him done. Right. Let's just say then you've you had should nails. then like, let's like, keep it on the down low. Like have that person come to your house. Like that's what you would think. I mean, not that right? that's right either, but, no. but why go to the salon? Because you you're a, in, you can pick your you white lady pick. in power who thinks nobody's going to say shit to me. You can pick up acetone on Amazon.com. You know what I'm saying? So you can go to the Walgreens you went to get specific, it. Right. You went specifically so that that lady could do your nails. Yeah. Whether to take them off mm-hmm. or to do a fill. Exactly. Because that's exactly. And then you realized where you're there that you got caught because there was camera. Yeah. And now I could see if she was like, uh, I injured my finger and you know because of the injury and the acetate or the fake nail was putting pressure keeping pressure from being released and i needed you know i needed some but even that she could do at home like Uh, of course like everything she could do at home right that's the problem she could have done it all at home right even to the point she could have snuck the lady into her home which would not have been right but you went out there with your fucking white privilege thinking you weren't gonna get caught becky and instead, you got caught. And your mayoral privilege. You got caught, you Becky. Know? Exactly. You don't feel bad. You feel bad you got caught. That's right. You know, and I looked at her picture, and I'm like, okay, you one of them, bless her heart. Yeah, you right? Know, she all dude up. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you could stand. She's a Becky with a Karen haircut. Her nails were looking janky. Yeah, her, her nails were looking janky. Yeah. And this is what I was talking about. When people are used to going to the salons, getting everything all did up, and then now you go in all natural, you're going to have to go through them ugly stages going exactly. back to all natural. Yeah. That means your fingernails are going to be janky. Mm-hmm. You're going to have one nail on, one nail tore off. Yep. You know, my sister's got... One eyelash left. You're going to have gray hairs. Why not just embrace it? Yes. Yeah. Including you. Do it yourself. Order from Madison Reed. Madison Reed. Do it yourself. Yeah. Madison Reed. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag Madison Reed. Sponsor us. We got to get them sponsors. Come on. We got to get them. They sponsor podcasts. That's true. They do. We're going to have to get a hold of them. And you should join. That's yeah, that's I should. We'll we'll hashtag this. You can join, and then we can talk about it, and then we'll hashtag that shit. Yeah, and we'll get a Madison Reed sponsorship. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, for our five listeners, our little old, our little old podcast, our little old podcast. You You never know, listeners. You never know. (laughs) They could blow us up, Madison Reed. They could. They could blow us up. But anyway, I'm like. This is the time where you have to hunker down 
and be okay with not having your hair done at professional salons. Mm -hmm. We're all going to get back to normal, you know, everything's, and I don't want to say normal, quote unquote normal. We're all going to be able to get back into the salons and, you know, get our hair done again and, you know, be able to get our nails done, whatever it is. And that's all going to go back. But, you know, you can't, as a person that you're telling people to stay at home and you know the seriousness of it, mm -hmm. and then you claim a lapse of judgment, you are at the highest level of information that you, you should know how serious caught. it That's is. That's all. Right? Becky got caught. If you don't take it serious, why should I take it serious? Mm -hmm. You know, that's the message that she's given. Well, it's and also I feel like there's a, there's a piece of it, like how much is she one of those like non-believers, right? Like, yeah, she, like she, is she one of those that thinks that we should be opening everything up anyway? And you know, like, like a Republican governor, cause there's people that are fucking supporting that including yeah. in the fucking Republican party. So, yeah. um, yeah, it, I saw that and was like, Oh God, we got to talk about it. So I'm, yeah. glad you, I'm glad that's one you brought. Cause I was oh, like, actually that was from a non-listener that lives in this home. Oh yeah. So COVID is really helping me with him. He's like sending me stories now. <laughs> he's gotten so bored. He's actually paying attention. He's a, exactly. <laughs> so I got to give him props. All right. Yeah. No, shoot. We know who he is. We, yep. we, we've seen him we've uh heard him have we heard yep. him on here no uh, no i thought we did a phone call once where he called in or you answered no. the phone while we were do recording but maybe not no he's always been like i don't want to listen because i hear it all the time <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, well speaking of people who don't believe um this is another Newsweek article. I got a lot of Newsweek articles this week, I noticed. Interesting. Um, leader of North Carolina protests against stay-at-home tests, against stay-at-home tests positive for coronavirus. <laughs> so he was out there uh protesting um so yeah leader of face group group, group demanding North Carolina allow business to open has tested positive um, but is still insisting that Governor Roy Cooper's stay-at-home order be rescinded. Um, Aud Audrey, oh, I guess it's a female. Audrey Whitlock is the one of the leaders of the Reopen NC Facebook group, which has about close to 70,000 members and has organized weekly in-person rallies in the state. Whitlock describes herself as asymptomatic. Oh, so see, she doesn't care. So she's spread it, yeah, yeah. No, she's, she's a it carrier. So she's not yeah. sick. So yeah. she don't no, give a shit. Okay. Exactly. No. Yeah. No, she's, she's basically saying, Hey, I got it. I'm not sick. So what's the big deal? Exactly. So in a, um, in a since deleted post, uh, to the group, Oh, so that, that post about her being asymptomatic has been deleted. Uh, regardless of her potential to infect others, she said that abiding by the governor's orders meant her rights were being violated. The reality is modern society is not able to eradicate contagious viruses. A typical public health quarantine would occur in a medical facility, Whitlock wrote. I have been told not to participate in public or private accommodations as requested by the government and therefore denied my First Amendment right of freedom of religion. Uh. What? What does this have to do with freedom of religion? Well, because she can't go to church. 
The church is closed. So she's being, what? yeah, but she's saying that she's being denied her if first the, amendment, okay. amendment right of to, to if, religion, to access right. to religion because the government says the churches can't be open. So what does that have to do with her and her COVID? If your church is open and you got COVID, I'm like, go ahead. Go ahead, girlfriend. <laughs> if your pastor opened up the church and you got COVID, go in there. What? But, but they're not open. So that, sh- sh- should she go now? Like if they the, open? If, if the church opened um, um, and they already know that, hey, we got people that have COVID and she wants to give it you know, to the members, go ahead. I wouldn't go to church. I'm not trusting this government, you know, to tell me, oh yeah, let's start opening up because I'm going to still practice social distancing because I know that there's going to be a second wave coming. Yep. And this is a lady that's going to bring the second wave. Yeah. She's going to go to the church asymptomatic. She's going to be meeting with all these elderly folks, with young folks, with people that, uh, you know, have compromised immune systems give it to them, and then we get the second wave going. So this is exact, she's the exact person that I'm fearful of because she exactly. don't care. Because she don't care but about she anything by care. herself. As long as she's fine, then it don't matter. It don't matter. If it you get sick, if... you get sick. That's not my problem. It's basically what right. she's saying. And, and here's Not the my thing fault. Is, I didn't do it. Look, it wasn't me. Right. And here's the thing. I might, I mean, if I have that same sense, I might be like, hey, woohoo, I I got it and I'm fine, woo. I don't have to worry about it now. So I can wander around the streets. Don't worry. You got COVID? Oh, well, I know COVID ain't going to affect me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's her attitude. She just got it and now she knows she's going to be fine. Yeah. So nobody, nothing else matters except that she knows I'm fine. Until if else she ends me, up guys. actually getting sick. Like, it's not, exactly. like, right now she might be asymptomatic, but in three days from now, who knows? Shit could take of her a turn. And... Two weeks from now, who knows? Just because yeah. you have, we don't know. We don't know nothing. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. This lady. Yep. Oh, yeah. And I think, and here's the other thing. What kind of pressure do you think she would feel? She's like, oh, crap. I guess I shouldn't have participated because I thought it was a hoax. Now it's not. There was, I'm looking up on here, uh, that there was a same thing, one of those COVID hoaxers that was, um, you know, telling people on Facebook, it's a hoax, it's a this, it's a that. Homeboy got COVID, ended up dying from COVID. His wife posted it, and she was just like, well, if he was still alive, you know, I'm sure he would have retracted his statements, but people were on his Facebook making comments that, you know, were like, ha ha, you, you know, making fun of him because he ended up dying of COVID after claiming it was a hoax. And so the lady was like, I had to take his face, you know, Facebook mm-hmm. postings down because people were being very disrespectful. And I felt I was like in my little car. As how, I'm reading that, and I'm like, how is what you doing? Not disrespectful. Exactly. Like, you don't think that when people's parents were dying right. and him claiming it was a hoax, right. you don't think that was disrespectful? Right. Hey, uh, uh, that's why when we talk about freedom of speech, it means responsibility too. You want that freedom? You got to be responsible. Don't be asking me to be respectful well, when you're disrespectful to me. And correct me if I'm wrong, 
you don't need to go to a building to practice your religion. Of course not. Look um, at what we're doing here. So um, you can get online and pray with someone. You can you, you can attend a virtual uh, a sermon. Lot of churches are live streaming. Exactly. I, so live streaming. Um, I'm a little confused why you think you have to be sitting in that church. You don't, Home unless you want to pass on your little COVID infection to other people because you just don't care. Yeah, because so it's not about being at the church. It's about, no. uh, I don't think it's this about, is fair. It's about the socializing. That's it. The physical socializing yeah. with it. And, and, if and cared, they don't want to be told what to do. Right. And if you cared about the person that you are interacting with, then you will stay home and respect their health. They now, don't. if you get in a room with people that don't really care, then that's up to you. Like, I get wonder, you know, like, yeah, I mean, because she's, okay, so she's asymptomatic. It's highly likely that she's infected one of her friends that also believes in this weird hoax bullshit, right? Like, wh- will she feel any kind of remorse or empathy when, when, it fi- when it comes up that one of her friends will be sick? Like, it. I mean, th- that's the thing with this whole, like, protesting thing is just simply statistically speaking people in that germ circle are going to get sick and when they do start getting sick is that are they going to feel bad like are they going to feel justified like oh i i don't care i got sick because i got out there and protest like now you know what this because this is about religion she would end up saying well i guess jesus decided not to protect that person because they's just a sinner and I'm protected. <laughs> Jesus is protecting me. Ugh. I'm. This is this is the twisty thinking that people will do to justify their reasoning for infecting other people. Ugh, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. It it's disgusting. Like I I I am all in favor of their ability to protest, but you could sit in your car and protest. Like that could be a form yeah. of protest. Like you don't but have who are you protesting. Are you protesting? Open it up. But you're, that's what I'm saying. But you're sitting in your car, you know, right. But if that's like, if you yourself. feel like you need to protest, right. If like, Oh, I need to make a stand yeah. here. I got to show a, I got to show a force of like, this is what we think, which I don't, that's the thing is I don't think they, they cognitively no. understand what the contradiction like would the, be. That's what I'm saying. It's like the rebellious kid, the rebellious like teenager. They don't have the critical thinking skills no. of like how this is disproving no. your, like you're proving. Yeah. Like. What uh, are you proving? That's yeah. the question. What are you trying to prove? Yeah. I, I don't get it. Like that you're here, that you just want attention. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. I yeah. don't know. It don't make no sense. It don't make no sense either. Yeah. It don't make no goddamn sense. So this is where I just brought up. Remember that man that I told you about? So the family says, sadly, he is not with us. Family mourns a dad who did not, who denied then died from COVID-19. Wow. So, you know, that's when they're like, oh, but sadly, we, we know if John was still here with us, he would acknowledge the national crisis we are in, abide by the stay-at-home order, and encourage family and friends to do the same. Would he, but though? Sadly, would he? That, that, but he'd be like this lady. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But sadly, he is not with us, and we will forever have to live and cope with how his life ended far too soon. 
This is exactly what we said at the beginning of all this. Stay at home. Be, you know, keep other people health so and safe. are they going Don't. to, so, so, okay. If that's what you think, his legacy, okay, then you should be out there trying to change those other idiots' minds that exactly. you all were kicking it with before this, right? Like, yeah, to you, be able to say, like, John was stupid. John did he not know. No medical degrees. Like, look at, look at, uh, look at the pain that we're going through. We have, this is real. Like. He was ignorant. Yeah. So. That's what I would be saying. And I would be okay with saying it. Like, if it was my dad and he was doing it. Yeah. I'd be okay to be like, my dad was ignorant in this area, people. Look at what happened to him. Don't be ignorant like him. Right. Save yourselves. Mm -hmm. Save your parents. Save your loved ones. Stay at home. Don't be ignorant. Ugh. That's, yeah. Ignat, ignat, ignat. Yeah. There, you know, and, and what kind of, I'm like, what kind of um, sympathy could you give that family? You know, there's no sympathy because he potentially put other people at risk with his claiming it was a hoax and that same old thinking. These people congregate together in that same thinking and they're putting other people people at risk so i don't have sympathy for this man it only proves that people need to be careful Mm -hmm. like it's not a hoax people need to be careful i don't understand why people think it's a hoax there's nothing more the republicans love more than money yeah i mean if you got a republican president saying we got to shut crap down yeah why do you think he he doesn't want to open it up because he thinks the the virus is under control he wants to open it up because he wants to fucking make money like all the capitalistic ties that his party has are losing money so they want to make fucking money they don't want they're not trying to open it up for the good of the order they're trying to they're trying to open it up to open up their to to fill their pocketbooks of which we we don't see we don't that right. we don't see that like we're not we're not gaining from that like right. this is a process of capitalism driving this not health public health um you know science I mean the motherfucker said inject bleach <laughs> <laughs> we're not dealing with a lot of fucking brain power here like yeah. I saw a meme the uh, a tweet the other day about um we're fighting two enemies. Uh, COVID-19 and stupidity. Yeah. Yeah. And then this, like, this lady proves it. Like, you're just fighting stupidity. And how do you fight stupidity? I don't know how to fight this. Like, you can't. Like, ignorant, stubbornness, myopic viewpoints. Like, how do you, other than something like this dude that died and hopefully his family will try to, you know, like, I don't know. It's it's yeah. fucking stupidity. It's fucking stupidity. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Stupidity's gonna kill us all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're gonna keep the COVID going. That's the problem. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that keep the COVID going. The second wave, the fucking there's not a vaccine for this. This has not been eradicated. Did you watch? <laughs> have you watched that um, show Explained on Netflix? Uh-uh. So they did a um so there's a show called on Netflix called Explain. The series does different type like different topics, but they did a special COVID one. Yeah. Like so COVID Explain. Yeah. It's, it's really good. Like, I mean, if you have someone in your life that still kind of doesn't understand it, it would be good for them to watch. 
Yeah. Like, not saying that it's someone that's so extreme like this that you're just like, mm. like the hoaxer dude. That yeah. Would be like, but oh, if you if you got right someone way. who's like kind of on the fence about like, yeah, well, why why can't we just go back and start doing things? You know, like yeah. it explains why you can't. Explains like what happened during the Spanish flu. It explains the level of type of disease uh, according to like most deadly so like yeah. a lot of people will say oh the flu it kills more people right yeah the problem is that the yes but also the covid is the most one of like lies in the most deadly category meaning it right if allowed to spread it can, it can take way more lives exponentially you know right so anyway right. it's really good yeah it i highly recommend it if you've got anybody in your circle that's kind of like well, you know, maybe we should, or gosh, I just want to go and do this thing with these people, you know, yeah. like it sucks. Like it sucks not doing stuff. Yeah. But I we're know. trying to save lives. Going to the, my next story here. Okay. This is the perfect segue. We take a break and then come back. We should probably take yeah. a wait, break and then come back to it. Yeah. All right. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. We're back to what are you bringing to the table? Back here for our final t stories. Oh. Um, just working on the technical aspect, which I found out my podcast partner doesn't give a shit about. <laughs> as I said, I don't care what monkey's grinding in there as long as the monkey is grinding. I don't care. As long care. as it's published and produced. That's right. That's all I care about. <laughs> You know, that's my, that's my COVID selfishness. Okay. Well, you at know. least, but physical distancing, I'll be, you know, the monkey can be physically distanced okay. away from me. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. come on oh. and tell us what you got next. Yeah. So as we were talking about, um, you know, people and, you know, that they're not, you know, not believing things and, you know, mm -hmm. one of the biggest problems is they always pull out these, well, this expert said or did you read this research blue 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 so this comes from ars technica i don't know what ars it you know ars technica is but it's their science and science and exploration uh division of their you know website mm -hmm. um so it says experts demolish studies suggesting covid is no worse than flu Ooh. Frustrated statisticians and epidemiologists. Here we go again. Epidemiologists. Word. Yes. Took to social media this week to call out substantial flaws into widely publicized studies trying to estimate the true spread of COVID 19 in two California counties, Santa Clara or Santa Clara and Los Angeles. The, the study suggests that far more people in each of the counties have been infected with the new coronavirus than thought. That is, they estimated that true case counts in the two counties are up to 85 times and 55 times the number in the counties, respectively. According, accordingly, this suggests that COVID-19 is far less deadly than thought. The large case counts in relation to unchanged number of deaths put COVID-19's fatality rate in the same range as seasonal flu. You've heard that, right? Yes. Oh, it's no, yeah, it's it no, no different than the flu. Yep. flu. Yep. How dangerous is this? 
We dig into the details of the study below, but it's important to note that neither of them have been published in a scientific journal, nor have they gone through standard peer review for scientific vetting. Instead, they have been posted online in draft form, a commonplace occurrence amid rapidly evolving pandemic that in that inclines researchers to have fast access to data, however, uncertain. The findings seem to support minority arguments that COVID may, may be no worse than seasonal flu. So that's the study. That's that's what these folks are saying. I'm bringing this to the table because yes, you will always get somebody out there saying, "Hey, did you look at? Uh, did you see this? It's no worse than the seasonal flu." And here's this research. Do do do. We can go into the research. I'll post this on our on um our. Facebook page. I'm bringing it because I want to draw attention to people to say, look, because it's on Facebook, there's more things that you need to do. You just can't say, see this study here. They did blue, blue, blue. This story, this story here is going to go through and debunk what the, this research was to really break it down to say they didn't do it correctly. And oh, so basically that there's these, hoaxers out there saying see there's this study that says da 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 and so what this thing does is it dissects that and says actually this is why this is not a valid study because that's the thing is not all studies are valid not all studies are done in a correct manner in an ethical manner like right studies can show things that they want to show exactly i wonder if so that's why is this oh i was gonna say and so that's why um, they have peer reviews. That's why you have people that replicate, right. you know, what your study is to yeah. demonstrate that, yes, it could be replicable and that your your stats are correct. Um, and so that's what I was pointing out is this story digs into how to be able to dissect because they're dissecting it. They're dissecting this story that was posted out there for any weirdo to then say see right. see these studies and so here? then they run they- with it and we're like see 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 i told you so told you, told you, see this is a study this is a study that's and um, then guess what as a general lay person we would be looking at it and say oh okay this these people did some research right now you're confused now adding this adds to the confusion of exactly how dangerous this exactly. uh, virus really is yeah and you know to me it's like very necessary for people before they start uh, going against Dr. Fauci again, as we said, he is the expert. He is the uh, one that has he studied is one viruses. of the greatest <laughs> epidemiologists of our time. Like, yes, this man and, and knows what the fuck he's doing and talking about. Right, right. And he's not. And when he reads, you know, reads information that contains medical terminology, he knows what they are talking exactly. about. Exactly. Yeah. You know, we don't. We're looking at what? What is it? What? What does this mean? Right. You know, and we would have to do extra research to mm-hmm. even go through some of these research, you know, studies. Yeah. I so, mean, yeah. I'm gonna trust someone who's fucking been doing it. And right. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. And the the bottom thing for us lay pers- people to know is 
just because it's on the internet, make sure you read down, scroll down to the, you know, little lines down there to make sure that the study has been verified, that it is actually published by a reputable um, group, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, that, yeah, like, who? what news source did you get it from? If you only get your source of news from Fox News or any of its counterparts... <laughs> Right, like you and they're, and they're just posting a Doctor Phil. There's, just because he has a doc, just because Doctor is in front of his exactly. name, doesn't mean you know that he ha- is a medical doctor. There's and a, just um, because you have a medical doctor doesn't mean that they specialize in viruses or epidemiology. Right. You know what? Well, and that's the thing that's frustrating <clears throat> is that you have these news sources putting out these fake literally true fake news stories right not the fucking what trump says is fake news like actual fake news and lies yes and at the same time because this was on john oliver um at the same time telling their uh employees to take precautions work from home cancel trips so the whole time in the beginning where it was a hoax and it's not real and oh you know all those stories were coming out fox news was telling their employees to take all these precautions yeah so and it's you're like, out there spreading yeah nonsense. so you're out there spreading fake fucking nonsense that people are following that then is endangering other people meanwhile again it's like the fucking lady in the protest well yeah. i'm okay as long right. as i'm okay like yeah. it was like did you see that uh texas uh no not texas was it texas no that was the becky um las vegas mayor did you see her uh-uh I, oh about opening up talk vegas? about day drinker i think she's a day drinker number one <laughs> like homegirl's been working from home and tipping them back <laughs> and how she was on anderson cooper and was saying how um she thinks that they should go ahead and start opening stuff up because, you know, people got to work and people go in in Las Vegas got to earn money. And so Anderson's like, okay, well, so you'll feel comfortable going to those casinos. Like you'll go out and go to that casino. And she's like, "Uh, well, no, I got a family. Uh, Oh, so (laughs) it's okay for your, for you to throw other people in the mix. It's okay for casino workers and all the people in the service industry to risk their lives and their families. families. I mean, clearly she's basically saying they don't have families. She doesn't care about their families. That's what she's saying. At the bottom line, that's exactly what it is. I don't care. I only care about my family. I'm okay. And I'll I'll use my privilege that I won't have to send my families out there. But you better go out and sacrifice yourself like fuck that and here's the thing is you dumb lady Mm -hmm. you think you are secure because everybody else is passing the disease and you you know in your little lockdown yeah you're eventually gonna have to come out of lockdown Mm -hmm. covid is not going away it's like like they said it's like the seasonal flu Mm -hmm. it's not going away lady no. You will get it. So I don't know what you, you know, what you're hiding from. Yeah. We need to eradicate, not just act, oh, well, let's open it up for, and I'm gonna, but I'm going to keep myself safe. Yeah. You're Ex- only going to keep yourself safe for a certain exactly. amount of time. Exactly. Yeah. 
So I, I you know, for her to be like, but it I doesn't. Family. But but the longer she gets to save safe, the it's it's fine. It's any, yeah. everybody else can just sacrifice themselves yeah. and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Until her number comes up, yeah, and then we'll see. We'll we'll see. Oh, is she a Becky? Oh, she's a Karen Becky, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. She, she got the Karen haircut and. And uh, what is her name? I can't. I remember saw her name. Her na- I saw her, and I was like, "Oh, you look like a um an old card play. You know, one of them. Uh, <laughs> she's like she been dealing. Casino. Yeah, like she's been you know dealing the cards for you know in, in a smoke filled room. Yeah. For a while. In fact, I wonder what her um uh I, I want to oh Carolyn. She's a Carolyn. Oh, she's a Carolyn. Yeah. It's close to Becky. Yeah. Oh <laughs> God. Yeah. Give me a so anyway, break. people just really look at you know whatever you're reading just because about, it says a stu- a study like yeah. you have to do it- a little bit more digging and if if you don't know what digging to do then have someone like just listen to Dr. Fauci <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like at the end of the day like listen to, listen to the experts if you feel like it's too difficult to understand and to conceptualize listen to Fauci then get you some Dr. Fauci in your life. Listen to what he has to yeah. say and, and go with that. Like there's exactly. no need fucking around trying to figure it out. If you don't, and it's okay to, I mean, I don't understand fucking most studies. Like I hated that part of grad school. Yeah. Reading and then learning Statistics. how to do a research study. And what is like, I, I'm terrible at that stuff. But what I do yeah. know is that there are certain things you should look for in how it's done and sample size matters and process of how it's done. Like a lot of things matter. Peer reviewed matters. Yeah. Like there's because some... peer. Yeah. Because peers are going to criticize yeah. and point out the flaws. Who sponsored the study matters. And every researcher wants to, you know, every researcher wants to, um, you know, you want to prove uh, your point. Yeah. Right. You want to clear up any, yeah. indiscre- or any discrepancy. Exactly. So you're looking for that peer review. You're looking right. for the critiquing of it. Yeah. Because but even th- research is biased, right? A researcher exactly. still has implicit bias. And so, and they know that. you know, multiple st- uh, studies around the same thing are important if they show similar results. Like yeah. you can't just do one study and be like, see, showed you. Like, that's right. not how it works. And again, because, I'm not strong in research, right. but I do know some basic fundamentals. And even a good research paper will t- also share their disc- the discrepancies, exactly. their flaws. Like, yeah. we couldn't, you know, we couldn't get a similar study group because of blah, 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 right. whatever it is. If you they know. threw out uh, participants, what for what reasons did they throw yes. out? Like, you know. Exactly. Yeah. Ugh. So basic yeah. fundamental Anyways, research. If you don't even know that, then just listen to Dr. Listen Fauci. Dr. Fauci. Listen to Fauci. Even if you yeah. do listen to Fauci. Don't I listen. Don't I listen contradict Fauci. Fauci. I listen to Fauci because I'm like, I ain't got time to reading all that yeah. stuff. Give That's me the, too much. Give me the crib notes. Right. I, I'm going with the experts. Exactly. Isn't, that time? To, isn't that why people listen to Warren Buffett? Yeah. Exactly. He knows how. He knows how to invest money. Give me the TED talk. Why am I going to go to Trump to see how he invests money? You do the TED talk on it. I don't need a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I'm going to finish up with COVID related, but hopefully not as heavy. It's more of a, it's more that, that, that this is a, 
It's happening across homes across this country. Uh, this comes from NBCnews.com. How not to kill your spouse when you're both working from home. We're both shouting into our laptops. Couples and therapists weigh in on with tips on how to manage ups and downs of work life under one roof with your partner and kids too. So um, I am in the fortunate situation that I am home by myself uh, when I work. So I don't have any of these distractions. Um, I mean, I do have a dog can be a bit, she can be a bit troublesome coworker at times. She has certain, she has certain demands in the workplace that if it's not done, I have to, I, I can't get any work done. So, um, but nothing like having a partner or, and or kids in the, in the space. Um, anyway, so Eileen Cotter and Christian Wright, a married couple who live near Boston are among legions of employees who are working remotely. Cotter, a copywriter, and Wright, a business manager, have been sharing their small apartment as workspace for only a few days. So this was back in March that this was... Um, when the uh, stay-at-home order started. Yeah. Uh, they've been on back-to-back conference calls since they started, and constant noise is frustrating. We're both shouting into our laptops, and there's no, there's no noise cancellation. I'm listening to his calls all day, and he's listening to mine. And I can see maybe after another week of this, it's going to get really interesting. The couple, both 34, are trying to figure out how to share the space peacefully. If we were going to, uh, if we were going to do th- three or four weeks and then we're done, it wouldn't be as nerve-wracking. But because there is this indefinite challenge, um, she said, of the outbreak, there is a fear of the unknown and how long we're going to be able to sustain calm routine when there's no end in sight. Like, that's definitely, I think, part of it. Um, so this goes on to, uh, lists like some of the recommendations. So, um, limit your conversations around COVID-19, um, as news about COVID-19 dominates headlines and swamps social media. It's understandable for people to feel anxious while it's important for you to stay informed, keep up to date on the latest news and you and your partner should limit the amount of time you spend exposing yourselves to information related to the pandemic. Um, that's an interesting one because, and you know, maybe because Andy doesn't work at home with me, but yeah. um, we had this conversation today. Like he likes to watch CNN when he comes home and I'm like, I can't, I can't do any more of it. Like yeah. I get like, and so we had this like interesting conversation around why he likes to consume it and why I can't consume that much of it. Yeah. Um, so it, why does he like it? Um, He said it keeps him scared enough to continue to take precautions like That's good. it doesn't want to yeah. i know and i was like he doesn't want to get lazy about yeah. it and be like yeah yeah it's over yeah when it's really not so it keeps him it keeps him centered in, in taking precautions which i'm like it just makes me fucking anxious like yeah <laughs> yeah um okay so number two don't invalidate your partner's concerns in most relationships, there is a partner who always worries and a partner who's always who doesn't worry enough. That's us, definitely. <laughs> um, uh, the non-worker warriors have a tendency to dismiss their partner's concerns, which can lead to conflict. And if your partner's anxious, it's important to listen to them. Uh, once it's clear that you are validating your partner's concern, they will likely calm down. Oh yeah, totally. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. 
Uh, number three, communicate your needs regularly. Both Felicia and uh, Hubbard said that the best way to create a peaceful work from home environment with your significant other is to communicate with each other regularly. Um, I think that's definitely important. Like, I know that we kind of get into, like, we do a lot of things outside as a way to connect with each other, but we can't, mm -hmm. we aren't able to do those things. Like, so we're not able to go you know, to Thorne's game. We're not able to go right. to the farmer's market. Um, so, like, we we had to have a discussion the other night about, like, okay, we need to figure out ways to do stuff together because we don't like a lot of the same movies and yeah. TV shows. <laughs> yeah. So um, we're having to find things that we can watch together that I can tolerate because, yeah. And that he can tolerate. <laughs> like, I like people movies. He likes action and marvel movies and superhero stuff and sci-fi and i'm not yeah like a huge fan uh number four schedule daily check-ins um i, I think that's a good that idea one. i don't know about daily maybe uh, every yeah. other day <laughs> like wait i'm already going to meetings checking yeah in daily. Like, I, I don't do need to know how you're doing a day right like, i see you all the time yeah establish <laughs> <laughs> establish expectations and boundaries uh to avoid conflict couples should work on establishing boundaries and expectations you know this is kind of interesting this is basic relationship skills that you should yeah, have i was just about to say like that. um you probably should be doing these all the time right <laughs> so if you haven't been doing them try them now in COVID 19. uh number six building and that would be like that might be why your relationship is not going well <laughs> it might be why you want to kill your partner <laughs> because you weren't doing things, right, things exactly. to begin with <laughs> Uh, build a routine together when you work from home regularly. It's important to have a routine. Um, I feel that a sense of normalcy and a sense of routine is really important. Um, let's see. So when going into the office, so, you know, normally like you wake up and take a shower and get dressed and eat breakfast and get to work. Um, the only difference is you don't have to commute. So it's saying, you know, kind of keep some of those same routines. Um, in yeah, practice. I agree with that. Totally. Yeah, I'm definitely laxed on those. Um, I, I mean, but here's the thing is, you were doing this way before the, you know, um, you were working from home way before this. I've never worked from oh, home. Oh, yeah, so no, we, I had the opportunity huge, to work from home if I chose to. Yeah. Yeah, this it was a huge adjustment in, in my shifting of brain yeah. because I've gotten up, gotten the car, you know, right. made my little, you know, I had my routine. It was like going to take my son to school, going to work, getting off of work, going to pick up my son. You know, that yeah. was what I was used to doing. And yeah. then this flips things on top of then the work, you know, kind of shifts too. the workload kind of shifts. So there's a lot of shifting happening. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, so, yeah. Yeah. So, um, let's see, make meals together. Um, yeah. 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 I can't do that. We don't. I, I we need don't my kitchen that. to myself. We don't do that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I guess that's one of those things that, in my opinion, take it or leave it, depending on how right. your relationship, you know, it might be fun to do something together. Like, you know, make, nah, just make for time like, for get each out other. Of the kitchen. 
Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like making time for each other, I think, is more important. And making yeah. time for each other, maybe maybe it's a make a meal together because you guys like to do that. But maybe for others, it's like, you know, like with you and Andy, like, oh, we're going to find something we both want to watch. Right. Yeah. So and we're going to watch it together. We're not going to you know, like we're watching The Mandalorian right now. And yeah. so, um, you know, we watch a couple of episodes. Good? Oh, my God. It's so good. Oh, okay. I have well, to and in. Baby Yoda. Come on, Baby Yoda. Looks so cute. <laughs> Every time he comes on first screen, I'm like, Baby Yoda. Um, <laughs> and it's actually pretty good, too. Like, the story is pretty good, too. So, um, number nine, schedule time for kids. Well, I don't know nothing about yeah. that. So, <laughs> that's why I say don't have kids, don't have pets. <laughs> you got to schedule time now. Hubbard recommends families engage in activities that don't involve electronics, uh, reading to children, doing a craft, baking, watching a family-friendly movie are all good ways to build a sense of normalcy. Uh, play a board game together, have a dance party, um, or some other suggestions. So you can do any uh, of those with your kids. Did they did they suggest a uh, hand puppet or what is that? Shadow puppeting? <laughs> Shadow puppeting. <laughs> right, because that's what Ivanka was like. No. Oh, Shadow puppet with your kids. No. She did yeah. not. Oh my God. I'm like, you know. She ain't played with her kid ever. <laughs> she got the nanny doing the show. Yeah. Uh, Girl, the... This is just scheduled activities to do with our kids. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, I'm uh I'm old school. Like yeah. I, I'm I'm like, you know, that old because this is how I was raised. Get, you know, it's like que shay, que jugando juegos y, you know. <laughs> that's the old school stuff i'm like you know i i remember me and my sister talk about this all the time you know my mom asking my mom to play uh jacks Mm -hmm. you know the ball and Mm -hmm. the little jacks and my mom's like busy cleaning and she's just like no 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 no. i ain't doing that you guys play (laughs) because yeah i mean and here's the thing is there are always things to do and my brain works in, let me get these tasks done. I'm a very task orientated person. So having somebody cook with me, that makes my anxiety go up. You know? You're a control freak. I, it is. It, you know, because I'm like, wait a minute. I, no, what? that's me- you, messy cook here. I can't handle a messy kitchen. You know? Do you do anything with like your kids? Like, do you guys do watch movies? Like as a family, do you guys watch movies together? Um, yeah, we'll watch some movies together, but he typically wants to watch, like, if it's like a good, like, movie where we're like, oh, yeah, we're all excited about watching it, mm-hmm. then we will. Yeah. Or else we'll go to the movies or something like well, that. Well, yeah, but, but now you like, can't go to the movies. Now we so can't, yeah, are you now guys we watching? Can't go to the movies. Are you guys so, watching anything together, like, as a family? Yeah, I, look at this is what I'm saying. <laughs> I got eight hours away from this home. I get no hours away from this home. Why am I? That's the point that this these people are not getting. I got eight hours. It's 24-7 here, people. I need my time. That's where O-M-G. I'm at. Don't be adding extra. OMG. Don't be adding extra. I want Mom of the year. Hours. Mom of the year. eight hours acting as if I'm, you know, single, footloose, fancy free, no cooking Cats breakfast. Cats in no the cradle. Wine. Darn it. I'm like, come on, COVID. Let's get this baby over with. Uh, um, okay, number 10. <laughs> Give your kids a daily routine, but don't over-supervise them. 
Do you make him yeah. follow a routine? Like get up, uh, brush your teeth, yes. has, eat your breakfast, get on your, yeah. yeah. He has a routine. My cousin Pinky was like, you have to, because the first day, uh, you know, I'm discombobulated. I'm frustrated. The first day she, cause she's a expert in uh, working from home. She, although she doesn't have kids, but she's just like, you have to set a routine for yourself and for him because once you get in the routine, Oh, sorry. Ah, once you get geez. into the routine of things, um, it makes it a lot easier. He knows what the expectations are. And I was like, yeah, how come I didn't think about Again, that? Like I think, but this is, this is basic parenting. Like even when you, he's going when to school you have sick. a you have a routine for him right like but that we're working in first time remember fft moments we're working in first timers that's what i'm, I'm saying thinking... is though that though the like we said these are relation good relationship tips that's yeah. a good parenting tip in general like yeah your oh, kids yeah. should have a routine right it shouldn't but change just because not... they're home yes yeah. when you're not uh, when you didn't set the routine, because we don't set time school starts, you know, I don't set those routines. Those are something that I'm following. And, you know, mm -hmm. so. Yes, so like, does he have a certain time he has to log on for school? Um, some days. Yes. Some days not. Oh, so, yeah. So because they're doing video, you know, video virtual, not all. So like they'll are, record but, the lesson plan and then you can log on anytime to watch or it. Or they'll do Google Hangouts. Yeah. you know, to go over instruction. So, but some of the classes are like that um, and some aren't. And so, um, you know, so his, his routine is almost like a, a college class where it's like, okay, I got to, you know, I got to check in at 10 o'clock for this class. Right. But however, getting him up at a time so that he could start doing his work, get you know get his that's that's the routine that i've yeah having to set up that i'm you know that thank goodness my kid is you know he will follow his routine because he desperately wants to play his little xbox uh, yeah. so he he ain't gonna mess that situation up so, <laughs> <laughs> so you he know fucking with his xbox <laughs> no no so he's following you know he's following the the basic routines but i do have to you know I have my work that I'm doing, but I'm making breakfast. I'm ensuring that he's eating breakfast. I'm making lunch, ensuring that he's eating lunch and making dinner. Yeah. You know, so it's like, I'm, I got now two, before I had a full-time job and a part-time, right? Because <laughs> I'm not in the home full-time. Now I have two full-time jobs. So that's why, you know, I, I'm to the point of people... <laughs> I cannot work two full-time jobs seven days a week. Hey, you're in the you're in the camp of I don't want I don't need to spend time with my kid because I'm spending time with to get all right. day long. I I don't need you to tell me how right. I don't need for you to tell give me no advice on what I need. That just makes me feel even worse because I'm not doing those things. Uh, <laughs> Be happy. I'm making lunch. I'm making dinner. Be happy. Give me my space. Um. All right. Number 11 and 12. Uh, number 11, create a system for chores. And number 12, check on your partner's mental health. Yeah. Chores, I already set up. Uh, mental health. Yeah. I want them to check on my mental health. That's, <laughs> that's where I'm at. I can't be a giver constantly, right? And our jobs are givers. Yeah, I think that, that I think these, you know, these relate, these, these, uh, uh, tips were for couples, but you could easily translate into your family, into, you know, uh, 
you know, everything, like all yeah. of that, like check on your family's mental health, your, your family needs to check on your mental health. Like it needs to be reciprocal. Right. Um, and I would probably say checking on, like, I would be like checking on people that aren't inside your family, like your extended family, mm-hmm. an aunt, uh, you know, my, like I check in with my mom all the time. Um, checking in with the sister or a brother or whatever, just uh, checking in on their mental health. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's who for me is like, you know, cause I, you know, with my husband, I know he's, he'll talk to me if something's going on, but I think he's, you know, pretty much like as long as we're all healthy, then we're okay. Then I don't have to worry. Um, but it's the other family members mm-hmm. that, you know, I'm concerned about. Like mm-hmm. I just have a lot more concern. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, sure. All right. Well, that's my story. Uh, so we've hit the end of the rainbow. We've hit the end of the rainbow. Um, we can come back and do some rapid fire or we could close it up. How are you feeling? Um, well, Anonymous hasn't been doing her job. So uh, I don't know. What do you think? Well, I feel like I, I was supposed to do this this week and I still didn't. So I feel like I need another week to find stories that aren't COVID related for rapid fire. Okay. Like, I feel I like will... we still need to find those outrageous, uh, uh, re- right. titles, you know, like, yeah, you know, that takes wom- research. woman falls out a window while having sex titles, you know, <laughs> right. like right. the ones that we can really speculate on. I feel like anything COVID it's like, Oh God, it's such a downer. Been and, there, done that. You know, we're just yeah. So, um, I will do my homework this week and reach search and find some good, weird, wacky titled stories for Rapid Fire next week. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fair All enough. Right. Let's do that. All right. Well, thanks for listening, and until next week, nos vemos. Adios. Bye. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy? <laughs> <laughs>